So, hello, welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And today, as you might or might not see, uh, we are going to talk about 10 tips to change your life for the better from the success.com website. And this is an article from the 1st of August 2018. And yeah, let's see. And it's um, actually, as I see, and as you can see here, um, it's from their um, stuff website, uh, their stuff, the stuff from the website. <laughs> and yeah, let's see, I've just glimpsed a little bit into it so that I can provide any kind of value. But I guess um, even when, you, when we are going through this um, too quickly, there are several other uh, articles which seemed to be interesting. But uh, enough talking, let's start. And the first one, the first point they point out is start at the end. The end, sorry. What's your wildest dream? Maybe it's not as crazy as colonizing, colonizing, sorry, colonizing Mars, but it should feel like a stretch. Start there and work backward. Identify 10 steps to get from that big goal to where you are now. And I just thought about it, and I think this is um, just a pretty good advice because then you know for me as I was thinking through it um, it doesn't seem to be that much work up to this point and so it's a little bit uh, less a little bit more you know retable I think and the second one reach out pride cometh before the fall no matter how sharp or talented you are there's a good chance you would have you would be even better with help. If you're dealing with tough circumstances, ask for a favor. And that's really something I hate. And I really hate it. Because I don't really want to like, uh, I don't really like to, to ask other people, especially when they are strangers. Um, asking friends and so on is, is okay for me, but I'm not a guy which, um, you know, likes to be teached at likes to be teached that or something um, by people who you or who I think aren't that that much ahead of me or just aren't but only in certain circumstances as they say but I should I think and you should also and it reminds me of something that uh, Gary V said in his latest or by now not really latest um, podcast episode is that you should even work for a person you very or really, really much admire, um, even for free, um, only because you will learn such a lot of things and re you will then um, know if you want to do this your whole life long because work um, takes up around one-third, I've googled it, I've searched it up, uh, around one-third of your entire life and because of that you should really do something you love or like at least and so reaching out to someone um, you know it's it would make me better I think because I just have a conversation then I, I'll think you know there's a broader spectrum of what I will be thinking about if that makes sense if that makes sense and I think oh no just thought if I'm unsharp I hope not 
And if it's so, it's in terms of the better quality, I hope, um, you know, this uh, chance of, of not being in focus, um, but their entire better quality um, instead, which uh, hopefully is more often like it. Um, but let's see, or let's look at the third one, uh, look inward. If your current situation as you has you frustrated and craving new surroundings, take a thorough, thorough personal inventory become, before making any change. Are things really that bad or is your attitude the problem? Uh, this is also really great advice because I think a lot of people just um, are like, you know, um, all these things around me are just so bad and, you know, my situation is so bad and, you know, it only comes up because they have a really, really bad mindset or attitude towards all these things. And so just start at yourself and then begin to, you know, talk or think about other things or, you know, outward things. The fourth one, pursue passion. If your day-to-day -day doesn't revolve around projects you're truly passionate about, take a step back and outline activities that do align with your strongest feelings. And that's also a thing. If you're doing something you do not like 40 hours a day, not 40 hours a day, but 30 hours a week or even more, you know, it's, I think it is, destroys you, some sort of. And that's also a reason why I think that you should and if you aren't doing something you like right now, just do something you really like right now because there's always the time, it's just a, uh, you know, it's just in terms of preferences or, you know, um, even if you're working for eight hours a day on some bullshit you do not like, they're, you know, um, around, yeah, let's say three hours afterwards, you can take up to make something you are really passionate about or you can even work into the night you know just do something you really like and i think it will make your life your entire life um, much better much 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 better i think the fifth one and it's a really great advice because i'm really into healthy eating uh, food companies can pretty can be pretty tricky when hiding unhealthy ingredients. Your vitality is crucial to your success. Pay extra attention to what you're putting into your body. Um, also because if you just eat a lot of sugary things and, and or unhealthy things, you tend to be or I tended um, to be way sleepier than I am right now because I, I do not eat any sugary stuff with added sugar. Um, not like bananas or I don't know oranges I just eat these things as well but um, you know I do not eat things with added sugar and nothing else that's unhealthy like chocolate or some other sweets and I think it gives you very great power it's just unbelievable what um, you know looking at what you're eating can do for your body and for your mind um, because you know I quite never feel sleepy um, even if I haven't slept and it may be because of my passion for doing things or my you know willingness for doing things because I really hate laying around all day long 
I couldn't do it. But um, it really helps you with anything your entire life, as I would say. And there are only, oh, there are a few left. So uh, the sixth one, open up. When dealing with large scale change, the tendency can be to resist, relax and open yourself to the possibilities when journaling, write down three best case outcomes of the new change. And it all remembers me, uh, remembers me uh, on something I've heard someday or read someday. And it was about, you know, writing down um, the worst case scenario and the best case scenario. And uh, the guy or girl, I don't know who it was, um, uh, talked about it. And he or she said that um, most of the time, your worst outcome isn't that worse. But the best outcome is really great. You know, we just only think about it to be really, really bad when it happens. But so as uh, so if it would happen, but um, if it happens, it isn't that bad, actually. And so, you know, people tend to to do things or to be, you know, in their comfort zone. But when you step out of your comfort zone, you really um, see that it is isn't that bad actually just thinking if it was like me uh, or for me like this uh, in some time in my life uh, but I can't can't think of something yet um, but let's jump to the seventh one uh, which is called let go holding on to past disappointments and hurt hurt ache doesn't serve you now. This weekend, resolve to revisit places and things you have avoided to protect your emotions. Lean into the future. Um, sorry, I have to read it again. This weekend, resolve to re re revisit places and things you have avoided to protect your emotions. Okay, you should go to places places which have, you know, um, most of the time I would say negative uh, emotions connected with some thoughts of you or thoughts and um, I will say even if you do something like this it isn't that bad as you as you think it would be often um, there were some places for me and I every time I go there I just have to think about my past but it's you know it it doesn't do anything with me it's just like it's there but you know it's the past and Everything that's in the past isn't me now, occasionally. And so, you know, it doesn't matter. What happened in the past doesn't matter to you now. So, um, yeah. The eighth one, talk it out. Our relationships define us. And I have to step right into it because um, I think if you have a, um, I, I wouldn't say bad relationship, but um, a difficult relationship with someone and um, you know there are some 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 rubbings I would say some some frustrations or I don't know just any difficulties you can imagine and um, these are quite like um, you know rubbing on each other and um, the longer you you um, have these difficulties and you don't speak about it the, the longer it rubs against you and your partner um, or your uh, 
yes, partner or friend or whatever, um, you rub on each other all the time, um, you know, unless it blows up. And therefore, I would say, when there is anything you have to talk about, just talk about it now with your partner, but don't be like, you know, it will be fine. Let's talk about it um, whenever or something. It doesn't work out. And I have made my experiences and I think it, you know, you should really talk about things that uh, aren't that good right now with your partner. The ninth one, play backup. In team environments, everyone has to has a role to play, but that doesn't preclude you from supporting others. Learn about someone else's job to see how you might help and foster greater cooperation. I don't know. I really don't know if this is a, a good point because uh, I think you, you can help someone by just not um, criticizing them, but by helping them to to see if, I always give the, the example of the design. If someone comes up to you and asks you, um, is this a great design? Or you just could came up to them. So actually, it's a great point because um, before you can say something, you just have to know um, at least some little bit of what he is doing. And if you just do not have any clue, you just should shut the fuck up. You know, you do not have uh, have the right to say anything because... I, I would say that um, it will only fuck him up and um, he will only get on his nerves. And yeah, but it's actually just an uncommon advice. But um, if you have the time and if there is someone uh, who you really want to help and the, the subject they're working is interesting to you, why shouldn't you? So yeah. And the 10th one... We are only 15 minutes in. And so afterwards we will definitely do something else. Make today the best day. If you desire something greater for yourself, don't put off your plans to change until some later date. Tonight, sketch out your daily, your new daily disciplines and start living them right away. Um, it always reminds me something like this on a German motivational speaker. And um, I think he's actually a millionaire. Um, Bodo Schäfer, um, it's this guy, Bodo, he has written several good books, or um, I don't know if they are best-selling, but some of them, like um, Ein Hund namens Money, which is a dog named Money, um, they got translated in several languages, and so um, he's a good speaker, he's a good author, and he is a good businessman, I think, and he said that... Um, if you really want to do something and, um, you know, you just, um, the percentage of you doing this after you, you know, if you don't do it right now, the chance that you do it afterwards, if you haven't done it right now, is 91% uh, against you or something. Uh, take it with a grain of salt, but uh, it was definitely a pretty high number. And so, and at my point of view, you should always do, if you if you really want to do something good for your life, do it right ahead. And it helped me doing a lot of things, like this um, YouTube thing and the social media thing. I uh, wouldn't be here if I haven't done it right away after I have just thought about it. Because, you know, it just 
gets lost in your mind or something and you just be like, oh no, it wasn't a great idea, this idea. And um, th these were some things I, I had often. Some, uh, I had some ideas and um, I didn't, you know, I, I just thought about them and the next day I was like, you know, they were actually shit. And often you, you talk like this or you think like this about things that aren't actually that bad. And so just do it now and you can always, you know, stop it afterwards, I would say. I'm really just diving into it and diving into speaking because um, on the first few points I was just a little bit disappointed with my speaking ability in this episode, to be honest with you, because I want to improve and sometimes it's, sometimes it's quite hard for me. But let's see. And it's always good. Um, if you type in tips on any success platform, if it's Forbes, Inc., uh, Success, Business Insider, or whatever, there are always quite, um, you know, short articles with a lot in them. And that's why I just only use the keyword success, not success, but um, tips. Um, seven daily self-love tips. Budgeting tips. I'm really living on a budget. I just, um, I'm in school from 8 to, to 5 p.m. So 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And um, when I go and get something to eat, I normally just um, pay between 1 euro or actually 85 cents and I think around 3 or 4 euros, which is the really the, the high, high class. Um, and let's see what the tips of six real-life budgeting tips to save more money can give you. It's from the January, the, uh, what's called the, it's, it's not 14th, but 15th, sorry, 2000, 2013, 2018, but girl, boss. Um, the first tip is make it exciting. For me, saving money has always been sexy because of its secretive nature whenever my friends shared money gripes over drinks i commiserated but i couldn't understand how they allowed hard-earned dollars to slip through their fingers early on i was told to put away at least 10 percent of whatever i made into a separate account and be it savings 401k or something else and never touch it uh, it took this advice to hurt and have realized that once it's out of sight i don't miss the money but boy, I do admire its growth. And that's actually true. And it's something it, that really pissed me on um, a lot because I quite get a decent amount of money uh, each month to buy myself food and something and just everything for everything I, I need. I have to buy it myself from my parents, which is, ex um, by the way, a little bit delusional. Don't know what delusional means. But Gary says that... Um, you shouldn't really give your kids that much money because they just um, live now or then in a world they haven't created themselves but they live on your costs or on their parents costs and so they they can buy themselves something that um, they couldn't without their parents and so which is a it's such a um, you know illusional world and it's uh, you know it's not the real the real world for them and uh, so I've it pissed me off that I uh, haven't 
actually saved much money, even though I get a lot and I do not really, um, uh, I do not really, uh, you know, um, buy a lot of things. Not really. I just um, since I think this month month I haven't bought anything because I'm just really, you know, I have to save money. This is my uh, my attitude right now. Um, but as I've actually taken uh, a wallet I had left um, laying around somewhere and every time I get my, my pocket money I put at least 50% or yeah let's say at least 20 to 30% but um, just now I think it's 50% of it uh, into my, my saving wallet and um, yeah there's a lot of money um, growing in this I would say um, but let's see what the second voice says. Uh, not all sales are created equal. Everyone likes a deal, but I've created my own art to do it. The art of patience and timing. New York City sp spoils me with designer samples, sample sales, but I have to be discerning. Just because something is on sale doesn't mean it's worth the money. Some of the highest quality clothes and shoes in my closet have cost less than a latte. Also, a latte. Seriously, after I started selling items on Poshmark or popular buying and reselling app, my passion for shopping turned into a self-funded hobby. And it's also something that uh, that I've learned is that even if something is on sale, you do not actually need it, but you just only buy it because it's on sale. And so instead of buying something on sale, just do not buy anything. Um, if you need something, it's something different. If you need something, if I think it's okay to to get something that's that's on sales, just a lot of something there, I know. Um, but if you do not need anything, why wouldn't you buy something, uh, or why would you buy something that's on sale, but you don't need anything? Just doesn't make any sense for me. Um, but it's the 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 warehouses and the the uh, sellers trick to do sales and then people come and buy it even though they don't need it um, and the third one because free is a good number uh, threat yourself treat yourself not threat yourself treat yourself for less i've always been a hair care girl and have a cabinet full of products to prove it but since when but since when does a simple haircut have to cost a benjamin the shock grows when i see the cost of certain treatments I can't justify doing my hair for the price of a plane ticket, which is how I came across with the website saloonapprentice.com. Uh, in most major cities, hairstylists in training look for hair models to practice on. To put it on simple, you can get your hair professionally done at top saloons for the cost of a tip. Similarly, makeup giants like Sephora offer complementary mini facials and makeovers, making it impossible to say no to a night out because of finances there is no sh shame in grabbing a deal and actually th this is something i was um talking about yesterday with my uh with um some some people um one of them just was like um you know you can go to to the people learning how to cut hair and you know you get a haircut for um uh for pretty low bucks and I was like, you know, I need a haircut and I will definitely do this, I think, because 
and you know spending like like you know two or three euros on a haircut is just great you know so it's just like a tip um this would be really great because i need one but i don't really want to pay 20 euros or which would be also 20 20 dollars uh, on a haircut i think that's just i don't need it but actually i think this is the end of the episode and it went pretty good pretty good um pretty good uh from the beginning on to now uh I really have to thank you for you listening or watching to this episode. If there are any questions uh, down in the description, um, write something. Or there's all the social media links or profiles I have linked in the description of the YouTube video and also of the um, podcast or this, this episode. And for that, uh, thank you very much and I'll see you the next time.